Welcome to Conversations of Truth, the faith-based podcast, where we explore life's situations and circumstances, igniting motivation and empowerment in the hearts of women everywhere. I'm Jaquila, and please know that judgment does not take place on this platform. It's an open-minded exploration and heartfelt connection. We welcome all listeners, regardless of where you are on your journey, whether you're seeking answers, searching for hope, or simply in need of a listening ear. This podcast is a safe haven for all. As a preface, I am not a therapist. However, I can reassure you that life hasn't always played fair. And I'm here to share my scars so that you can heal. It is my prayer that something you hear on today's episode will give you even more reason to continue pushing forward. If you ever need a reminder, you can always replay or visit the Instagram page for motivation. Whether you're tuning in during your morning commute, during a quiet moment of reflection, or whenever you need a boost of inspiration, pay attention to the road, grab a cup of tea, or find your favorite cozy spot. And join us as we embark on this empowering expedition. Okay, now let's get into the show. Hey y'all, I pray that our last series blessed you and your friendships by triggering self-reflection and of course conversations. Well, today we are entering into a new territory of discussion about desires. And the quote for the first episode of this series is, Don't let your desires cause you to be distracted. Now, you guys know I try not to come to you with anything that I either haven't researched or experienced myself. And I can say that I had fallen into um, an area of distractions because of my desires. (laughs) And luckily I was able to continue to pray during that time. And God, um, released me of that distraction, which was humorous to me, the way that it was done. However, I still saw God in it. I gave him the praise and decided to, um, redirect my focus or yeah, redirect my focus. And the distraction um, was a gentleman. And the desire, of course, was my desire to date again um, with intentions of one day being married, right? And I knew that this person was a distraction all along. However, you know, sometimes we'll reason with ourselves and stick around for longer than we should have um, until something happens and you like, I knew this already. So why didn't I just go on my merry way when I when I realized it opposed to sticking around? But nonetheless, I learned my lesson. I personally have surrendered to God my dating life. I said, okay, I'm not dating anymore until I know, you know, that God has sent my husband. Now that sounds crazy, but that's where my faith comes into play. I said, I'm not dating anymore. I didn't say that I wouldn't have conversations with people anymore. I didn't say that um, I wouldn't interact or engage with people anymore because I know that that's part of the process. However, the um, seriousness or the level of expectation that comes with dating from me is sometimes higher than it ought to be. And that's something that I know about myself 
which is why I was like, God, I surrender all to you. Um, so, all right, let's go ahead and get into this. So you don't want to let your desires become your distractions or cause you to be distractions. And in order to, um, not do that and some reasons why you shouldn't do that are going to be discussed in this episode. So first, what you want to do is you want to get to the root, um, of why you may have this desire, right? Because, in Proverbs 19 and 2, it tells us that desire without knowledge is not good. How much more hasty feet, how much more will hasty feet miss? So we're basically, it's basically saying that we don't want to find ourselves chasing after something that isn't already in God's will for us, right? Um, and the way that you understand the desire is by seeking God or search yourself and see like, why is it that I desire this particular thing? Take some time to ponder on it. And if it's something you desire and you feel like God also desires for you, map out a plan on how you would achieve that. So for me, I desire to be a wife and a mother one day. So in the meantime, since I have not, you know, been introduced to my husband, I'm going to continue to work on myself. I'm going to continue to build my relationship with God. That way I'm not moving um, hasty after any and everybody that approaches me with an interest, right? Um, The next thing is going to be surrender your desires for God's desires. So when you give up what you want for yourself and you take on what it is that he wants for you, there is absolutely no way that it can fail. I think that it's very important to align our desires with his because when we align it with his desires for us, we have no choice but to glorify him in that. And we're glorifying him and not evil. When we um, go after the desires of our flesh, our own personal desires, that can lead us um, into one temptation. It can lead us to... um things of evil, right? And evil doesn't always have to be like murderous or or bashing. It don't have to be this exaggerated thing. It can be very simple, which I'm going to go into explaining after I give you all um, this scripture. So Isaiah 26 and 8 says, we wait for you. Your name and renown are, yeah, renown are the desire of our hearts. So we desire what it is God wants for us. And as I was saying earlier, when we get um, dragged away by our own evil desire, that will give birth to sin. And we all know that death comes after sin. The result of sin is death. So this does not have to be an exaggerated thing. Like I was saying, it doesn't. It doesn't. It can be... Um, back to my desire. It can be a desire for marriage, right? Many of us may desire marriage, but if we're not careful, that desire can turn into a sin. And the way that it turns into a sin is when we become obsessed with it. That's all we think about. That's all we want. We don't want to do anything else if it doesn't involve, you know, that idea. And when we get to that point, we have then placed the idea as a God, as an idol in our hearts, opposed to seeking God and wanting to do what it is he has called us to do, being obsessed with him, right? 
He's a jealous God. We know that. He told us that no other God should come before him. For me, there is no other God. And I evaluate, um, I evaluate my desires. I evaluate things that I do throughout my life to make sure like, okay, wait a minute. Am I first honoring God? Am I first seeking God? Am I making time for God? And I can see when I begin to put something before God because I feel um, I, I'm either convicted or I don't hear him talking to me. I don't hear him talking to me. I'm convicted um, and my attitude begins to change in a sense. And I have to step back like, whoa, why do I feel this way? I become a little more doubtful. My faith decreases. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's because I have not spent time with God. So what was I putting before him? Even with the um the distraction of a gentleman, right? I was still making time for God. However, it was like I was squeezing him in. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Which is another reason why I personally desire to have a God-fearing husband. Because he would then know the importance of me having my time with God. Um, and it wouldn't, it won't be a battle. (laughs) Y'all, I did not want to share this, but I'm going to go ahead because when I just said it won't be a battle, it was triggered in my mind. So this person, um, also, like I said, I, they weren't a believer. That's as simple as I can put it because either you're for the kingdom of God or you're not, there is not a halfway in halfway out um they weren't a believer and at the end of it all I realized that they were jealous of my relationship with God I made it very clear that God came first in everything like if God speaks and tells me to leave this situation right now today I'm leaving it like I'm not thinking twice. I'm not gonna, you know, go back and forth with the idea. And I'm able to do that because of my past and what I've experienced. Well, this person didn't like it. And they began to like attack my relationship with God. Um, They began to try to make me second guess how much time and energy I was putting into my relationship with God. And once they did that, I knew like, okay, (laughs) no, this is it. I actually let them decide that they didn't want to talk to me, but had they not decided it on their own, I was, I was coming up with it. Like, okay, yeah, no, this ain't going, this isn't going to fly. But anyways, okay. Back to, um, back to the discussion, the topic at hand. So yeah, you want to be sure not to let your desires become an idol um, of your heart. And also when we desire something and see someone else with it, this is another way that it can be seen. When we see somebody else with something that we desire, we have to check our heart, right? When we see that to ensure that we don't begin to covet what they have and that we don't become jealous of them for what they have. We all know that one of the commandments is to not covet anything that is of your neighbor, right? Um, And to combat this, we combat it in prayer. And in our prayer, we should ask God for what it is that we want. 
ask him what it is that he desires for us and believe that he will give it to us as long as it is a part of his will he would give it to us i mean like after all we know that we know that every good and perfect gift does not come from ourselves they do not come from manipulation or by forcing things they only come from the lord he is the giver of all things good um, not only do we ask, but we have to make sure that we're asking with pure motives. So as I said earlier, make sure that your heart is pure. Make sure that you have a good heart posture when approaching him with these requests because he fulfills the desire of those who fear him. Um, in the next episode, I'm kind of going to go into how God's not a genie in a bottle. He knows our heart before we come to him. So... It's best that we check it and make sure that we're not asking for anything out of ill motives or ill intentions. You don't want to have to, you're not asking for anything so you can stunt on somebody else or so that you can make somebody else jealous or so that you can boast and brag about it. No, anything that you ask for should in turn be to glorify him. So we go back to Hannah, right? Hannah wanted a son. She prayed and she pleaded and she poured her heart out asking God for a son. And when she asked God for that son, she told God that she would promise to give that son back to him, right? And that's exactly what she did. God blessed her with her son and she dedicated her son back to God. So it wasn't for her own selfish gain at the end of the day. It also glorified God. God blessed her to glorify him. And that's, that's how it went. So this was not a very long episode. Um, I pray that you guys are understanding, picking up what I'm putting down. And throughout the rest or throughout next week, before we get to the next episode, just ponder on what it is your desires are. Ask God, are those the desires he has for you? Um, and figure out why or yeah, why have they become your desires? Are they glorifying God? Will they glorify God once he grants them? If not, it's time to reevaluate those desires um, and maybe even do away with some of them. This is not to discourage anybody, but this is to edify you. This is to encourage you and um, motivate you in your relationship with God. I did not intend for this to be this type of an episode however that's the way it flowed and I don't regret it I know that it's somebody somewhere who needed to hear all that I said and I'm excited to continue this series with you guys all right talk to y'all later don't forget to tune in to conversations of truth next week same day same place if today's episode resonated with you, y'all know you can join the conversation on multiple platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with others because why? We are not stingy. If you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. We love to hear your thoughts and it helps us reach more people who identify with our tribe. Together, we can create a community filled with purpose, joy, and abundance. For an extension of conversation, follow our Instagram and Facebook page at Conversations of Truth. Our email, conversationsoftruth at gmail.com, is always open to questions and advice. You will not be judged, and I'll answer best I can. Thank you for joining us, and remember, 
No matter what you're facing, you are loved, you are valued, and there is always hope. Until next time, I love y'all. Bye.